Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network, a station dedicated to the concept that all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Join Reverend Terry Power HP, Robin McKean, and all the hosts for programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone, to this second show in 2019. And tonight's show is going to be on a main topic that I'm going to get to in a few minutes. But first, I'd like to talk about uh, some things that have been going on in my life that are very interesting. And they relate to my produce club and some of the people that I have met um, and that I have been involved with for several months, um, buying produce for them, buying produce for a group of people that they represent, and also uh, adding in another person like that um, just in the last couple of days. So, I am centered in Collinswood, and most of my customers are in the immediate area. But that doesn't mean there isn't demand in other areas. Of course, there's demand in other areas. I'm in Collinswood. Uh, some of the customers that I serve who come to me come from as far away as Blackwood, as far away as Levittown. But most are within uh, five or seven miles or uh, 
pretty quickly they can get here. They can get here in 20 minutes or so. I am not totally sure. Some people, um, some people make a day of it or, or combine other trips and actually come from as far as Millville. But finding affordable produce and uh, literally being faced with a household um, where your health concerns are so severe and you believe in whole produce so much as your um, as your curative uh, uh, protocol, uh, it becomes uh, a requirement for people in the, that position. And of course, uh, people in that position almost always become the uh, the firebrand. They become the focus. They become the local knowledgeable person because they had to. Uh, so I had been dealing with um, David Pell, who is from Asbury Park, and he had been coming to me and then running a route uh, in his vehicle um, to visit a whole bunch of friends that he had met uh, last summer in a spiritual uh, festival, that's spiritual festivals. And he was doing it partially to uh, give out produce and also to see his friends every week because otherwise he wouldn't have seen these people that, that mean so much to him until the festival season uh, coming next year. And he has been coming on and off uh, pretty much pretty frequently every other week to do this. And his uh, group of folks that he is, um, has added to his list and have um, jumped on to his um, food box vending uh, practice is uh, very interesting and very, very nice. And so that's growing very nicely. And then I had met a, a young lady... Uh, it, it, from Levittown through uh, a, 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 a curative protocol uh, advisor and she had started coming to me and buying for herself and some uh, friends and family that were close to her. And so she came back to me recently and we talked and I said um, or she said she had really been thinking, well, what she do, what she should, what she should, what should she do with this next? And uh, she, she and I basically talked, and she said, well, for a long time, I've really wanted to start. Uh, you know, before uh, I really got sick, I had really, I one of the things that I had been reaching for intellectually or just looked at it and saw myself doing that and said I'd really want to do that is being a juice bar restaurant uh, produce place 
And I I just smiled at her on the phone and said, well, here you are. Um, because now she's like looking at it, staring, right, staring it right in the face. And um, amazingly enough. And she's saying, wow, it's right here. It's right now. It's sort of immediate. <laughs> so that's really cool. And uh, she has a lot of support and uh, a lot of people, not only does she has a, have a lot of support, but a lot of people in her area, um, as in most areas, are uh, looking for bargains and also um, looking for something different in their life. So that has basically come to a head in the last couple of days. Uh, but I had known her for uh, a month or two, or probably longer than that. I'm not sure how long I've known her for. But literally, um, that medical protocol person um, linked me to some of her um, discussion traffic on Instagram and on uh, Facebook. And so I, so uh, my uh, Produce Club talk page, Produce Club America, started to get a lot more traffic and a lot more people saying, uh, who are you? What can you do for me? Uh, I'm in Kansas City. Can you help me? I'm in Arizona. Can you help me? And for, for them, I can basically sort of give them some pointers about how to find wholesalers. But some, I'm, it's just, some people are in the middle of, I don't want to say nowhere, they're somewhere, but they're in the, they're in a, not a densely populated or not someplace that has some place that's densely populated close by. So they're going to, they're going to really have to, they're going to have to do a lot more work than I did in order to find their source. But I think their source is out there. It's, it's always out there if you look for it. And then one of the um, contacts is from um, Delaware. And we had to talk for a while because for me to realize exactly where she's coming from, she's coming from Delaware. And she um, basically said, um, no bones about it. Um, she'll come and pick the stuff up. And I mean, long term, I'd like to work on better logistics, but just discussing today, uh, she's going to talk to a few of her friends and see what they want and um, start ordering and doing the drive um, for her at this point substantial, but I'm hoping that we can get um, some logistically packages a little bit further south so that she doesn't have to drive the whole way here. So literally, I was talking. I was talking to... Um, the lady in the Levittown area for an hour and then I got off the phone with her and immediately got into a conversation uh, with this other lady, the outcome of which was um, she saw um, how much the base product costs in some cases and um, basically what that does is I can't charge the base price. I mean, if you're going through me, I can't charge the base price. I have to make a little money. Um, but it gives someone a sense of complete relief because they're used to grocery store prices, and this is nowhere near that. Um, so it's a um, 
basically when you're in the grip of the grocery stores, um, you just basically see your life. I mean, you're in this case her her children. She's um, supplying them with nutrition through food and seeing them have great results. And she's like, but we can't maintain this. It's going to destroy our bank account. And but then she's looking at her kids and she's like see my kids thriving but I can't do this and very similar to what I went through in 2010 um, when I was literally asking everybody who came into my house to help care for my mom you know, what do I do um, and then somebody walked through the door and left and called me up and had an answer which is um, let's go see the produce let's go see the regional produce center and see what they can do for us so that's still the message getting getting out getting the message out to people is um, is a big thing uh, eight years later I have a lot more experience but it's a big thing eight years later so that is what I wanted to talk about to start and I talked to her for an hour and she was real excited and I gave her a little bit of homework to do, which is basically poll her folks and see what, you know, what the volume of stuff they wanted to order was. And then I had to take like three steps back because when you introduce something new to people, they, um, they really want to tear into it and they really want to uh, get going fast. And I had to, I, um, I wanted to put, I wanted to put a softener on the message. And the softener on the message is so important that I want to talk about it uh, tonight. And I want to make it the main topic of the rest of the show. And so um, what I'm calling uh, tonight's show is I'm calling tonight's show an appreciation for where you are right now because you're not in the wrong place. You're in the right place. I want you to also appreciate where you've been because where you've been has led to where you are. And because of where I am in my thinking, because of Rumi saying uh, out beyond the notions of right doing and wrong doing, there is a field I'll meet you there. And because of Hafiz saying the place that you are right now, God circled on the map for you. And because of me pounding on those with all of my intellectual might for trying to break trying to break those things. I've broken many other things, but I haven't broken those things. Um 14 years of thinking about them. I want you to understand that you can look at me and say, I was a drug addict. I was the lowest of the low. I mean, so low, it took me below low. Or I was a criminal. I did this, I did that. We all have that. 
I have that. You have that. We all have things that we don't want to face. We all have things that society labels a certain way to divide us from our gifts. Each and every second of your life is a gift to yourself. Each and every second is priceless. Each and every instance is priceless. And you can interpret it within society's perspective, which means you can say, I'm not here. don't want to be here. This isn't part of me. This is horrible. I don't want to fully experience this. And you'll get what you can get from that going through that that sequence of having that experience. But then you can have a similar experience or the same experience again, knowing that in without society's lenses in your eyeballs, in your, in your in, intuitive and intellectual self, with those lenses removed, cleaned, or whatever you want to say. And you can have that experience outside of society's lens. And you can say, oh my gosh, this was the this was not the doorway to something else, but this second. Right here, period, right here. This is the value. The other stuff is the relaxation, but the time that you are up against it and you have to dig deep and you have to go into your core and you have to see what you're made of and you come out looking at yourself in the mirror and you're going like, I just saw myself in the mirror. such an incredible being don't want to look because what's looking back at you is the infant because you are the infinite and what's looking back at you is don't have any excuses anymore. You can do something or not do something, but you can't look yourself in the mirror and say, I wasn't strong enough to actually do it. So what? You get hit. So what? You get penalized. So what? You get smacked down. So what? You're stronger than that was worth the price if I would tell people my story and they would say you threw your entire life away and I would look them in the eye and I would, actually I probably wouldn't even talk to them but I'll talk to you and I'll say I got my strength I got my self respect 
being who will dare now. I was a client. I was a slave. But now, I'm doing what I want to do. Not exactly completely, but I'm growing something that I'm going to use to create a lever to get things that I want to get to go in a different direction. And I'm not a nice person anymore. I just wanted to please everybody. Now I'm not a nice person anymore. I like to satisfy my produce customers. That's part of my professionalism. I'm a nice guy. Hey, if something goes wrong with your produce, it's on the house. I won't charge you for it. Take it right off your bill. Because that's how I'm running my produce club. But I want people to eat produce. I want people to eat a lot of produce. I want to eat people. I want people to eat so much produce. I don't care if somebody else starts a produce club up in my backyard, and takes you know half the area's customers. Awesome! They're eating produce. They're not eating flesh. I'm not a vegan activist. I'm a gardener. And if the human population eats more produce, that's the way I want them gardened. See, because what's going to happen with that is diversity, more opportunity, fertility. That's a situation where there's more opportunity for me with the souls to come into bodies and be born into bodies. Those are the people that I want to meet. Fertility swings in the the growth direction instead of in the destruction direction where it's going now. But this is a side tangent. This is not what I want to talk about tonight. I want to talk about kindness. And it wasn't such a side tangent because I was talking about all those places that you're embarrassed about. All those things that you've done. Those things that you can't let go. I want you to look back at all those things and all those places and all those unmentionable, painful things that happen in your life. And I don't want you to forgive yourself. I don't want you to forgive the other person. I want you to do something more powerful. I want you to understand that each one of those instances, each one of those steps was the best possible thing. Was a experience brought to you to craft you, brought to you by your soul, by your God, whatever you want to call it, but it was brought to you by someone who has your best interest at heart. Someone dedicated exclusively to you, and there's someone inside of every person. Someone inside. There's no one inside if the soul is not inside of a body. The soul is directing the game. The soul is creating the game. The soul is called God. But put it in that context. 
some people can say there's one God ruling over all. The one God is a moral God, blah, blah, blah. And then that leads to social control. And it leads to weak people, and it leads to weak structures, and it leads to the society we have today, <laughs> which is all about being free and not being whole. And slowly retreating into our homes, and slowly retreating so we don't use our arms and legs, and slowly not using any of the faculties that we have. God forbid we go outside. Slowly losing our ability to go outside and actually resist the natural bacterial environment that we live in. That bacterial environment happens to be a self-test for whether you actually deserve to live on the planet. And a lot of people can't go outside or can't go into certain environments. And it's just Mother Nature basically saying, you know, that's a cross-section of society shouldn't be walking around now, should it? And everybody says, ooh, we have to take all these measures to keep those people safe. Um, not if you believe in Mother Nature, fit and who's not fit. And you take Alan, that's a cold statement. I'm a gardener. Now you can meet me and we can sit down and introduce, you know, we do so-and-so and say there's always special measures. That's fine. That person is an experience that I've probably had in the past. But long-term, do we want to grow a strong population or do we want to grow a weak population? And it is a government social control level decision that's been made grow weak populations so they can be more easily ruled and more easily destroyed, culled, etc. You know, read um, Iron Mountain, read, you know, any of the um, government programs, you know, read, um, read a little bit more into Bill Gates' vaccine policy. So look at all of your life. And don't go through the process of forgiving. Go through the process of universal acceptance. That was the best That other thing is the best gift. And as things come up in your life and you remember, oh, I remember that, you can say that was the best possible outcome chosen for me by my capital S self to build the next brick the foundation of the being that I am to become and the being that I became, the being that I am now. Kindness. That is universal kindness. 
Thank you for listening to the first half of tonight's show. And I am going to be back after the break. If you want to call in, the number to call in is 646-564-9714. And now I'm going to play one of my favorite songs, Dave the Bard, Green and Gray.
International Pagan Radio. You can hear your favorite artists such as Dave the Bard, Tawatha Dea, Spiral Rhythm, S.J. Tucker, Murphy's Midnight Rounders, and many, many more. Join us for exciting shows like Ask a Witch and Storytime with Rook as well. www.internationalpaganradio.com on the net or on TuneIn Radio on your mobile devices. Join us on Facebook and Twitter too. International Pagan Radio, all pagan, all the time. Welcome back to an emerging forest on the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. 
we hope everyone was able to stretch their legs and get a drink. And now, back to Alan. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, stretch. Hope everybody had a good stretch this week. So once you see that it's not necessarily, it's not necessary to forgive. In fact, it's actually counterintuitive. How can you forgive something that was the best? You don't forgive something that was the included. You work for it. It is what it is the result of your every second is the best. So no longer do we meet each other and sit down and you have to tell me all the bad things that you've ever done and I have to tell you all the bad things that I've ever done. We quote unquote familiarize ourselves with each other. Don't. Because I know that you received an immeasurable quota of self-gifts and so have I. Now, if there's an example that we need to exchange amongst, you know, A for B, hey, I did this, and that kind of shines light on what you did. Or you might want to... um, like do the things that cats do where they get in your lap and they sort of patty paw and patty paw and patty paw and you want to get comfortable with someone you know want to know how deep their um, how deep their introspection goes or how deep their self uh, acceptance goes you might talk about that for a little while and um come to the conclusion that you're with someone who will be there regardless of what's happening to you. I mean, hey, when people leave, they leave. I mean, so what? Um, But someone who's not going to think less of you, they might have to dissociate from you for their own internal reasons. But someone who's not going to think less of you because of circumstances in your life. They're just going to say, okay, they have to do something and I can't go for that ride. So I'm going to have to go for a while. Because everybody will cycle back sooner or later. And you might have to have a nasty, you know, nasty episode to get away from them. That's okay. Possible. You possibly need the emotional charge to explode away from that person or explode out of a particular situation. 
But let's get back to changing your life. Let's get back to um, changing the course of what you're doing. Let's get back to accepting the circumstances that you're in your life that you're absolutely freaking out about. Let's change the lens that you're looking through those circumstances at. And they're freaking you out because there's something going on that society doesn't want you to experience in those situations. Maybe there's illness. And you're saying, quote, unquote, help this person. Okay. And if you are able to help this person to affect um, some social, um, social, say you're able to heal that person. They certainly have received the experience that they were supposed to receive, the healing. But on the counter side, on the flip side of the same coin, let's say they died. They also received the experience that they needed to receive. And they have gone to their next appointment and they are reborn. You still the next appointment and the next experience that they are supposed to receive. So regardless of the way it goes, you don't have to accept it, but now you see both sides of the coin and you see the product of the person that you become and not the divisions within yourself and not the suffering within yourself that you bring in through eating food, but the experiences and the suffering that you bring in by by applying non-acceptance and morals and taboo to your So there are ways to consume experience so that you can eat the whole plant. And you can you can experience all of it, the nutrition it can give you. And you can become a strong whole person or You can digest only the parts that society wishes you to digest and you can have experienced the other ones but you're not willing to accept them and you're blocking the value. They happen to you but you you haven't brought it in. You're excluding it. You're pushing it away. You're saying, I'm not that person. Well, you are, but you're not allowing yourself to that you are that person. So the kindness 
do to yourself is very far-reaching. You can say to yourself, I've just received information that will allow me to change the entire way my family does its life. And you want to make, say somebody's changed the economics of a huge portion of your life. And it's going to allow you to execute the strategy In, in your grocery business, in your food business, in your food practice. And you just want to get that done. You, want, you just want to snap your finger at it. You just want to snap your finger at it, and you want to instantaneously be three years from now. I want you to look at value where you are right now. value of where you are right now and where all the players in your life are right now and know that they are receiving exactly the experience that they are supposed to be having right now. Regardless of all of the flips of the coin that will happen to them going forward and happen to you going forward, you will only receive the best the needed experiences build the holder, more robust version, the thing in the mirror that is awesome that is you. Regardless of what you do, choices that you will bring to yourself are those that will continue to build just talk about kindness yourself. Kindness is accepting your actions. And kindness is just looking at the broad landscape and then making choices. Do I want a more fertile landscape, world, population, global or whatever wherever we are, global, one species immune system, the tree breathes out oxygen, which I breathe in, breathe out CO2 and oxygen. The ear breathes in my breath. The plants on the ground, the grass, breathe in that mixture and breathe out some admixture of added oxygen. I pick a apple from a tree and eat it. The bacteria that were cultured by that tree's sugars in the ground, which contributed to its mineral content, when they died and were the fluids from their bodies were swept into the tree goes into my body. We this is one 
organism. It is one being. It is one body. It's your choice whether it's more fertile, whether your body is more fertile or less fertile. It's nobody else's choice. It's every person's choice. And right now we've been divided away from the consciousness of what our body is. At least some of us have. I'm trying to communicate to you that this world is your emerging forest. This is an emerging forest. Come back to this title that I chose without even understanding, but I had a deeper understanding, and that's why I chose this title. Does this title of this show just fit? It fits hugely. Thank you for listening to tonight's show. My name is Alan Ritter. There's approximately 10 minutes left in the show. If you want to call in at this point, there is, of course, another hour. If we bleed over a little bit into the next hour, the show can actually go until 11 o'clock. The number to call in is 646-564-9714. That's 646-564-9714. After you've been kind to yourself, after you have shed your disappointment, after you've understood and began to pull in all of the parts and all of the experiences that are actually you and all of the things that have been, quote-unquote, done to you and said, no, those were done for me to make me, thank you. You don't have any people who did bad things to you anymore. You don't have any people who you did bad things to anymore. It's a total gift, or as um, Doug Graham used to say, it's, it's a win. It's a win infinity, or he would shorten that and just say it's a win infinity. That's what it is. Infinity. When you encounter your passion, and I have just encountered some people who I think they might be beginning to know it. Might be beginning to know it. But when you encounter your passion, or an edge of something that's going to get you closer to your passion. You will become driven. You will look at the wall, the wall, and you will say, "There is a doorway in that wall," and you will say. This will grow. I don't care how long I have to wait. I don't care what I have to learn. This will grow. And this is what I'm here to do. This is what I'm here to build. And you will say to yourself, 
what if I'm down to my last dollar and nothing's coming in and I'm starving to death? Say, that's fine. I accept that outcome. Some people call those, that type of person a fanatic. I call it somebody with purpose. They basically say, okay, there's, you know, most people, there's zero odds that this guy succeeded. To me, because I will be here in this life staring at that wall and doing what I can do. And I will be here in the next life and the next life and the next life. And I will be here as long as it takes for a door to appear in that wall. You don't need an education. You don't need to know why you're here staring at that wall. You just know you're here staring at that wall, and you're going to go through the wall. door is going to appear in the wall. You are going to open the door. You're going to walk to the other side, and you are going to be on the other side. People are going to walk by and say, either where did that door come from, or they're going to say, because they don't see a door, they're going to say, Hey, where's that fellow that was here and staring at that wall for ever? And he's not there anymore. That's when your gut basically says, Oh, I've been here before. I've been here staring at that wall before. I think I've been here staring at that wall. I'm just so familiar. Just like so like nursery rhyme. And you calm yourself down. You say, I'm going to take some time here. I'm going to do what I have to do in the rest of my life. So that I can take some time here and slow way, way down. The time stops. And you can stare at that wall. I'm body can come, body can go. Next it can come, the next life can go. You're staring at wall. Time, you stop time. You ignore time. You do what you need to do the rest of your time. Facilitate you sitting, staring at that wall. The your life doesn't matter. It matters to practice time sitting there staring for. Facilitating your skill, facilitating your passion. 
There's a lot of things in my life that are very surprising. One of which is my ability to speak and write and get to places in my understanding that I never thought that I would understand. And we just went on another one tonight. Thank you so much. Have a great night. See you next Sunday night. I won't be back because same person never broadcasts twice on my show and never broadcasts twice on anybody's show. This stuff happened between between the shows. My name is Alan Ritter. I can be contacted at R-I-T-E-R period A-L-A-N-A-8 two eights you want to be on the show you want to ask me questions if you want to ask me questions about my produce club contact me have a good night see you next Sunday thanks for listening to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network join us seven nights a week for exciting programming covering a variety of expressions of faith. And remember, all manifestations of the divine are equally valid.